All right. Are you uh, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go, man. And we are recording. episode two of the Daily Crawl podcast. There are a lot of podcasts about life hacking, extreme productivity, and outstanding leadership. This is not one of those podcasts. We aim to find the humor and the challenges we all face in our day-to-day life and the people who create those challenges. I'm Carl, and I've worked for years in office environments. Like many of you, I've worked alongside some interesting characters and seen a lot of fascinating behavior. My name is Courtney, and I've worked at a lot of companies in a lot of fields, ranging from journalism to high tech. Uh, Carl and I have worked together across paths in the professional world for many years, and uh, we seem to have similar observations about odd stuff going on in the work environment, things like that. And also there's those weird things that people either contribute to or they just don't seem at all phased by. And as we record this in May 2020, most of us are staying at home in quarantine around the world. And I am lucky enough to be working from home. I'm doing a lot of video calls. And Courtney, I know you're doing the same. Um, Have your colleagues continued to amuse and amaze you? Oh, yeah, man, absolutely. Okay, so let's just say that business casual has a new definition. (laughs) And um, you should set the Zoom video default to off. Uh, so absolutely there's still stuff happening. Yeah, that's, that's a good, um, probably good rule of thumb. I expect there's some good stuff in there that we can, uh, cover maybe in future topics. Absolutely. So on this episode, we'll talk about one of the weirdest crimes in the workplace, food theft. Yeah. Uh, where possible, we may even sprinkle in some common sense. Um, we'll, we'll have to see. After we discuss that, we'll wrap up with some user feedback from episode one, which we were very excited to get. Now, let's get into it. Let's talk about food theft at work. Honestly, this is something I wouldn't expect to even talk about or think about. And if you think about most work environments, there's often a shared kitchen with the sinks and the microwaves and the refrigerators. And if you work at like a, one of these high margin modern software companies, you might even have a bunch of complimentary uh, that is free, healthy and unhealthy drinks and snacks, mm-hmm. breakout kitchens. And it's pretty normal for many people to bring a lunch sack or a lunch box and throw it in the fridge and have yourself a lunch uh, or or whatever. And I would never expect anybody to touch my food. I certainly wouldn't plan on touching theirs. Yeah. So so let me just start by saying uh, I'm in total agreement with you. 
Okay, I, I, I'm not interested in touching other people's food. Uh, you know, it's a strange thing, but uh, but this is good. I, I, I got to share this one. This is my favorite. It's, it's not only that you have the crime itself of, of stealing food, which is weird, right? But you have all the extra weirdness around the crime. Um, and really, in this case, this happened at, at a big company, something you would call a corporate you know, company. So <laughs> what I'm going to describe is it has some stuff in it that it can only happen in a corporate environment. So <laughs> and anybody who works in an environment is going to be able to pick up on it. Okay. So even if you've never experienced it, I mean, certainly you've heard of people, you know, stealing uh, someone else's food. I don't know, man, maybe, maybe your food that, that you brought to work. Certainly you've seen memes about it, right? Uh, yeah. And I, and I, before we get into the story, I just want to pause for a second and think about just the idea of stealing someone else's food. I know this is obvious, <laughs> but in, in almost all cases, the food in the fridge is going to be leftovers. Yeah. At the very, at the very least, it's prepared by somebody else. <laughs> and Courtney, you may not know this, but I'm, I consider myself an expert on leftovers. I take great care in saving and preparing leftovers um, for, from anybody within my immediate family. Right. So, okay, man. So I, I didn't know that. Very <laughs> cool. Very cool. So I'll, you know, I'll, I'll say food. Uh, the rest of my family won't do this, but I'll composite pieces from other meals and I'll create a new meal and I'll plate it even. Um, and I'll enjoy it immensely. Um, my wife thinks I should open a restaurant called leftovers. So I, I'm just going to assert that I feel like I'm, I, I have some knowledge here about leftovers. Yeah. Well, well, okay. So perfect. Right. I mean, so you get the idea. I mean, whatever's in the fridge and it really doesn't matter to your point. If you put it in there after you got back from lunch, if you put it in in the morning, the bottom line is to your point, man, it's, it's been handled, right? There's some hygiene involved in the act of I don't know, man, taking something out of the fridge. It, well, it, it, if it's been messed with and, and <laughs> yes. that's, that's what it is. it's been messed with. And, I wouldn't expect somebody to eat any food that I've messed with. I mean, think about it. If you went to a restaurant and the table next to you, you know, ate like half of an enchilada, you would never think, or I don't think you would think, I don't think anybody would think, oh, you know, that person left a half an enchilada. I'm just going to walk over there with my fork and start plowing into that thing. Right? No, no way. No way. And you nailed it. I mean, it's, it's, it's an equivalent thing, right? So, so, so kind of, that's a great way to set the stage for this. Okay. So, so, so in this story, you're, you're, you're going to get the crime, <laughs> you're going to get some bureaucracy and, uh, and all that kind of bundled up into a really nice, tight corporate dysfunctional knot. And okay. So, so here we go, man, for months, <laughs> people were reporting, you know, their food being stolen from the kitchen. Uh, you know, refrigerator. And, and, and you know how they're reporting it. They're talking to each other. They're all chatting at cubes. They're, you know, putting sign, little signs up just saying, hey, you know, I can't find my food, all that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> so, so, so once, though, it really started happening, I mean, all these people started trying to implement all the strategies that you could think of, okay? Because it kind of started off, it's like, okay, I'm going to put my name you know, all my food, right? And, sure. You know, of course, it keeps getting stolen. 
then like kind of those passive aggressive signs start getting stuck on the fridge. You know, you, you've all seen a couple of flavors of them. And then you're like, well, I, I guess, I guess it would start out that, you know, I'm going to put my lunchbox in the fridge and I know my lunchbox is green and I know what it looks like. But then you move to, I'm going to write Carl on my lunchbox. <laughs> exactly. Right. And then, it's still being stolen. Okay. It's still being stolen. Okay. And so then you start putting a sign up that, that says something like, you know, thanks to the person who, you know, stole my sandwich or, um, you know, people would <laughs> put, put signs even like, I, I don't know, like, like one of the things that kept happening, not just food, but this particular situation, this person would steal Dr. Pepper. Okay. I mean, and, and, okay. Oddly enough, there were a lot of people drinking Dr. Pepper, right? So, 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 so it kind of heated up, man. I mean, the signs went from these kind of passive aggressive things to, to actually getting pretty aggressive. I mean, just downright threatening notes. <laughs> um, and, then, and then, I mean, it really, so it keeps going on toward the end of, of kind of the span of time. I mean, by the time it gets out there, people have tried, like, they're camping out, like, uh, I don't know, you know, loitering in, in the area. Um, so, so, uh, man, someone even, so, even tried so to you you catch somebody in the act. Yeah, exactly, man. I mean, they're like you know, junior spy guy, right? And which is <laughs> which is fantastic, by the way. I mean, just think about that. You're you're at work, and you're um, and I'm. I expect this probably happened. At, it could happen. Doesn't matter where it happened, but you're at a high tech company. Let's say you're an engineer who's who's maybe trying to solve something that I'm just going to say is fairly complex. But instead of doing that. Yeah, you're, you're camping the you're camping the the kitchen, man. I, yeah, you, you have it exactly right. Okay, I mean, it, it, the, the, as I said, man, the whole situation is just this dysfunctional thing. So people aren't working; they're camping the kitchen. Man, someone even took the time to try to set up this camera. Okay, <laughs> like in the kitchen. Uh, That's amazing. Yeah, uh, and, and so, so again, I mean, think about the time, right? And by the way, I happen to know. Uh, uh, about the camera setup and like they actually came in and did it at night like just in case you know the person knew right so it was it was it was quite the thing but the end result of all this man is is none of this stuff worked okay this this thief was completely elusive none of those activities <laughs> even <laughs> even got close to catching them all this stuff done food still stolen yeah let me ask you a question let me ask you a question. So <clears throat> if, if I put a lunchbox in the fridge and somebody takes my lunchbox and in the insides of it, I would say clearly 100% that is a crime, uh, which, which what you're describing is what the person did. Mm -hmm. If somebody opens the fridge and there's, let's say, a jar of mayonnaise or a... Um, you know, a bottle of ketchup and it doesn't have anybody's name written on it. Do you think that's fair game? I'm just curious. I, I'm not, I'm not making excuses for the person that you're describing. I'm just sort of thinking like there's, there's probably some general expectation of, you know, like if, if, if somebody puts a, a case of water on the, on the Island or on, you know, next to the sink, I think you might have an expectation. Hey, somebody put this here because it's meant to be shared. Right. You know, that could be, but I will tell you this. I mean, here's something I learned in kindergarten uh, from my parents, right? If it's not yours, 
you need to ask, you know? So, yes. so, so for example, I, I, I agree. I just, wanted I, to, I just wanted to see if there was, I just wanted to clarify that this person, whatever line people, if, if there is a fluid line, let's say in behavior, this yeah. person like jumped across the line, anybody's oh, line, right? Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, I mean, it'd be one thing if you see someone like squirting your jar of ketchup on a, uh, you know, on a hot dog or something like that or some fries. I mean, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't get all tense about that, really, right? I mean, but, but, but I mean, you're you know, just eating your entire meal, man. <laughs> yeah, you, if you had brought your meatloaf and you had intended that to be your lunch, uh, it would be very irritating. And uh, and and if it happened more more than one time, it, it would yeah, it'd be it, it'd be extremely frustrating. It'd, it'd be bizarre, first of all, but yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, ima- I mean, like I said, imagine this is going on for for honestly more than a month, as, as I recall. I mean, so a long time, a, a long time, a lot of tensions build up, right? So, so, so here we go with. So one day, this person finally got caught stealing food off of someone's desk, not out of the fridge, not out of the kitchen. I'm talking, uh-huh. I'm talking like prepared food. Sitting on someone's desk. Sitting on the desk. And man, and they got caught. They got caught actually stealing the food. Wow. Um, yeah. Okay. So so picture that. Okay. So so that happens. And then, of course, there's kind of this quiet confrontation about it, which leads to this person, you know, confessing to, yeah, they stole that, but they're also the refrigerator thief. Right. And I don't know how that happened. I mean, I'm sure there were no thumb screws or anything like that. Right. But somehow this person just says, yeah, not only did I do that, but I've also been they caught to it, caught to it, the whole thing. Right. And um, so, so, so that happens. And, and this is where the only in corporate America angle creeps in. OK, <laughs> so this happens. Person gets caught. All right, man, a report was filed to HR. All right. And the person was basically put on parole for like 60 days. So it's like, okay, (laughs) for 60 days, you know, you can't steal anybody's food or there's going to be dire consequences. Right. And of course, wait a second. I I just want to want to acknowledge something here. mm -hmm. Um, How difficult it is to get in trouble (laughs) with HR. Yeah. I mean, so we can come back to do you want to do you want to use your HR token on something like this? <laughs> but like even under normal circumstances, let's say performance or or something like that, HR is there for a reason. They perform a lot of functions. One of them is to step in on issues. But when you get in, when you get HR involved. As an employer, as a manager, it basically means we are now going to officially document your behavior through the HR system so that if you don't dramatically change your behavior, you will be fired. And if you protest it, we have a documented, you know, plan that legally defends the action we took. Okay, man, think about this, man. When you get fired, you are getting fired because you stole food from other people at work. Yeah, that's not, I mean, I don't think anybody plans to get fired or wants to get fired. 
but if if somebody were to that's not going out in a blaze of glory you know no, you're not you're not making the paper man it's it's a it's a ridiculous activity right um and, and and the thing of course once the hr is involved the thing is is that it's like okay no one's allowed to speak of it or acknowledge it or anything right because it's hr related right yeah. so so it's weird i mean super awkward because of course everyone knew about the confession right i mean everybody <laughs> i mean the dude got caught stealing something off someone's desk so everybody knew and everybody knows this person is the food thief so and, and, and to be honest, most everybody knew that, that this person's, you know, on parole for, 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 for this. Okay. So, wow. so obviously, man, there's just this, you know, miasma in the air in the office, right? I mean, everybody was tense because, because of course, a lot of people are like, they've got a lot of pent up <laughs> anger, right? Because sure. this person's been stealing their stuff, but they can't really confront it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? People are. Well, they're thinking yeah. about that, Matt. Right. Sure. I mean, well, yeah, they're, 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 they're irritated with the person. They probably are watching this at, a little bit as if it's a circus because it's so bizarre. And, you know, they may even be like wanting their, uh, uh, you know, their food storage containers back. I, I know that's a weird thought, but like if this guy stole like, you know, I, I told you earlier, I like leftovers and I have some nice... Uh, you know, some nice Pyrex wear from Costco. Um, you know, dude, give that back to me. So, so man, okay, it's interesting. It's interesting you say it because I hadn't really thought about that part of it yet. I'm I'm not a leftovers person. However, in this case, I will tell you the 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 containers that they were kept in, they were always left um, on a table in this common area in our office. Wow. Yeah. So so so. So like I mean, a, like an offering. I don't know, man. It's yeah, like a, yeah. I don't even. Yeah, I don't even know how to interpret that. It was sort of like, um, <laughs> like a mysterious, you know, a mysterious little creature that would take the food and yeah. leave leave the plate. That's that's yeah. I don't know that that that's there's something fascinating about them that that. Probably revealed some motivation there, but but I'll let you continue. Well, I mean, clearly this person had some ethics, man, right? I mean, the the food's one thing, you know, stealing steal your nice uh, your, your nice take home, uh, you know, dishes is beyond beyond pale. So, so I mean, obviously everybody knows about it. People are keeping an eye on this person, and uh, <laughs> so so while this person is on this HR parole, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. They, so I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm remembering this whole thing. So they got a warning, okay? And then here's what happened: <laughs> they took food from a conference room food table. Okay, now it, okay, I, think, I know what you're thinking of it, but let me let me say this: the conference room food table was in a conference room. Okay, it's not like outside or in the hall. It's it was in in the room, right? So so they, they went in the room and took it. Uh, got caught. Obviously, there are other people in the room eating. So just just cruised in and ate. Wow. So that person, while people were in there eating, cruised in there and grabbed some food. And, and by the way, knowing he's on HR parole, and 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 most of the people in that room are like watching this 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 situation, right? So yes. So they walk in and took the food, <laughs> got caught, and then so so they got the warning. They avoided being fired. 
<laughs> because they said, oh, I didn't understand. I, I thought the food was for everyone. Um, I can only assume that bald-faced lie or weird statement was so strange that, that you know, the, I don't know, the HR person was overwhelmed and, and just not willing to say you're a filthy liar and you're fired. So, oh, man. So that, that's tough because um, if, if you think about it, probably anybody else could get away with that completely unscathed, right? Like, sure. if, I'm just saying if you weren't on parole. Yeah. Now, going back to our rules earlier, and, and this, is maybe, uh, this is maybe not the same line everybody else would draw, but I think there's a difference. If, if you know, and you know how these conference room meetings happen. Sometimes they set up a table outside and they put a bunch of food there and people walk by throughout the day and there's probably like, five box lunches that nobody's touched and it's like 2 p.m. Clearly the people inside that room are going to eat anymore. No one's going to bat an eye if somebody walks by and just grabs it or opens a box up and grabs a cookie out of it. If it's inside the conference room, there's an imaginary line. <laughs> yeah. It man. Says, I mean, hey, th this isn't nearly as fair game. You know what I mean? Uh, absolutely. And, and by the way, if, if you're a known food thief and on parole for stealing people's food for, for, you know, a significant amount of time, <laughs> you shouldn't even be looking oh, yeah. at stuff sitting out on the table in the hallway, nope. right? I mean, nope. if you're on parole, you can't touch anything. Right on. Okay. So, so that happens. And then, um, actually a short time later. Okay. Here, here we go. The person, <laughs> they got fired because they got caught stealing the remainder of the, of a tuna sandwich off an executive's <laughs> desk, and, and man, it's the desk in their queue, and they were and they <laughs> they were caught by the executive man. Okay, wow. And and when confronted, uh, there there were people around. So so uh, while I didn't really know the the the, the thief, I, I did know some of the people that heard the interaction, and this thief said <laughs> they had no idea the sandwich belonged to the executive or, or he would not have taken it. And, and, and when I say that, basically they said, he said like, Oh, well, if I knew that it was like an important person's lunch, I, I, I wouldn't, <laughs> well, I wouldn't have stolen it. And it's like, so they got fired. They got fired yeah. for, for stealing food, getting put on parole and, and stealing food while on parole. Man. <laughs> So there's, a, there's a, obviously a few things to unpack here. So clearly and obviously this person is, you know, if they, if, the, if they worked at this company for any length of time, they, they probably had the skills to do their job to some degree. Mm -hmm. They knew that that sandwich wasn't theirs, clearly. <laughs> right. So they were taking a sandwich they knew wasn't theirs. But in their mind even though they were on parole and had a warning, they still would have taken somebody else's sandwich, but not if they had known it was an executive. Well, so here's the weird thing with that though, at the particular place where I worked is, I mean, there was a name on the queue and there's no way, okay, okay, there's no way this person didn't know the name of the person whose sandwich they took. So, so I mean, there's no way, I mean, you so, read the so name they, they, they lied about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. uh, and, and 
I mean, I'm guessing the person that had to be some kind of compulsive behavior, right? Because I mean, like I said, I, I didn't really know the person, but there was nothing about them that like said like, wow, this person, you know, has inadequate ability to gather food. So, you know, the only way they get to eat is by stealing people's food at work. Right. So, so it just said to be like, uh, oh yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, they, they were, it, well, actually I would, I would bet that if they stole it off that executive's desk, that they were big game hunting. Um, (laughs) that's that's awesome man yes the reason i say that is that you know so they're gainfully employed um you know i mean in a company like that i'm sure people make wildly different salaries right but i'm I'm just going to expect that this person probably uh could cover the price of food and certainly risking your salary um is not worth getting that extra whatever you know 350 or four dollars worth of leftover food you know every every score uh so it had to be a compulsion of some kind yeah and and, and to your point about like like the big game hunting i hadn't really thought about it that way but but like so think about so so think you have this thrill uh, the reason i think it's got to be compulsive if if it's like the thrill of doing that i mean are they like going and like do they have like a club of other people who steal food other people like they're like oh man you're you're not going to believe what i what i got away with today i mean you know what i mean some <laughs> i don't know man you know yeah, I, that would actually make the story make more sense it, it wouldn't make much more sense but it might make the story make a little bit more sense if there was um if there was some stakes or some gamesmanship involved like let's say that they had a buddy at work who you know was doing the same thing and they were trying to one up each other and and imagine that if this person took the fall for a whole <laughs> ring of people who were stealing food i know it's like it, it's it's like the lamest fight club of all time oh man uh yeah it, man i mean it's just bizarre right like i told you it, it it's kind of it, it it's a it's a weird thing just in and of itself the stealing of the food but like I said, only in kind of corporate America could it go down that twisted path of of actually being on technical parole inside work and the violations and uh, man, it's just, it's a, it's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful yeah. Thing. You know, I, I would expect that this person probably had to repeat this again because the 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 risk was just too high i mean this this person this has to be a thing with them right i mean can you imagine looking for your next job and you know hey people get laid off for a lot of reasons i mean it's not it's not um absolutely it's a probably a normal conversation that happens all the time you know like hey whatever And, and unfortunately in the time we're in there are a lot of people looking for work and and there's a lot of really like um, unfortunate, but very explainable reasons mm-hmm. why, uh, you know, your, your role or your job or whatever may have gone away. Imagine trying to explain why you were let go. So best case is that when it's checked, someone says there was disciplinary action, right? But best case, that's the best case. Right. Yeah. A vague, like a vague answer. A vague like answer, that. right? Because because I think you know, of course, there's all kinds of rules about what you can and can't say, right? But I, I do believe if it's something like disciplinary or 
some kind of code of conduct or something like that, right? I mean, um, you can just say, you know, disciplinary reasons. So, so that in and of itself is best, probably, probably a rusty nail, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean, sure. in, in your chances. But man, if, if there was even a slip of, oh yeah, you know, this reactions for, for stealing food, either <laughs> one of two things is going to happen, Matt. Either it's done, you're not getting that job, or you are guaranteed to get that job just so that the person interviewing you can tell people exactly what we're talking about right now. I hired someone who was fired for stealing food. I mean, I don't know, man. There's some story value in that, you know. Uh, So maybe you only have one or two things, though. Guaranteed you're not getting it, or you're just going to get the right person that's like, oh, this is just weird enough to make my day. That is bizarre. I mean, I, I, yeah, that's just bizarre. Just this the whole idea that you would be caught, you would be put on a plan, you would get a warning, and then ultimately, for sixty days, you couldn't resist stealing food from the company fridge off people's desk, man. Off people's uh, desk. Just, just it's just it's just a beautiful story. I mean, that, that, that's it, man. That is my. <laughs> that is my stealing food at work uh, dysfunctional story. Uh, it, it's always it's always one I love. Next episode, we'll discuss strange interviews. And if you didn't like the show, uh, well, then we have more of the same coming up. Uh, If you have a topic or feedback you'd like to tell us about, please send it to us at thedailycrawlfeedback at gmail.com. On that note, we have feedback on our first episode, which was about hand washing and about the vice president who didn't wash his hands after he used the men's room. And Spike from California seemed to enjoy the show and wrote us a nice note. And let me go over some of his key points. There's a lot of good points here. That was a fascinating, cringeworthy tale with enough blame to be spread around. On your dilemma about whether or not to inform Tom, this was the uh, fictional name for the partner uh, colleague of mine, all this time later, now that he has forgotten about it and obviously lived to tell the tale, sure, you understandably feel some guilt for not being able to stop the shake. So from your perspective, the right thing to do is to apologize. I kind of feel like in the end, it would be a selfish confession if you told Tom now. He gains nothing by it at all. Yeah. That's a good point. You know, it, it's that 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 confession is uh, that's not uh, that's not for him. It, it's a done deal, right? There, there's nothing to be gained. Tom, Tom gains nothing. I, I, I'm with him on that. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's probably a, a, a maybe not a hard and fast rule for a lot of things, yeah. but it's it's certainly a good thing to pause on. Like, is a, is a confession for your benefit or for the person you're telling's benefit? And, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good point, Spike. He <laughs> um, continues, as you touched on in the podcast, where do you draw the line between spreading rumors, possibly tarnishing the character of the VP, 
and doing or doing other people a favor of warning them of possible health risk and contamination. And he says, this is even more complex because the VP wasn't intentionally, maliciously, or mean-spirited. But as was pointed out, it wasn't something that he forgot or distracted was distracted by. It was a choice by the VP and a matter of standard practice for him. I think that's I think that's that's the critical part right there. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It, 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 I think the fact that it was yeah, it was a choice and it was a matter of standard practice. And uh, mm-hmm. um, if he had gotten distracted, if he had done this once, if it didn't seem to be a repeatable offense, then uh, maybe you didn't need to warn people. But uh, yeah, I I think we both landed on the fact that probably probably worth um, giving other people a heads up. Oh, yeah. And he concludes, definitely super entertaining and relatable to people who have worked in offices as well as those who have never set foot in office. I look forward to future episodes. And he shared some technical recording tips, which we appreciate as well. So, Thank you, Spike. We appreciate the feedback. And in addition to sending us feedback, uh, we'd appreciate you sharing the show with friends, uh, maybe not coworkers. Uh, and please make sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcatcher. Uh, we're told that will help get the word out. Thanks for joining. And until next time, you are not alone. I went ahead and started recording just to get some weird snippets in case we wanted to use any. No, right on, right on. I saw you were going, so no sweat. I'm ready to go. And I'm going to definitely try to reduce the ums and the ands and the stuff like that. I'll try to do the same thing. I, uh, I, I do it too. I do yeah, it's tough. It's so tough. I'll, I'll, I'll try to work on it. But I mean, I don't think we have to be too formal i mean that's the whole kind of thing right we're sort of laughing like sometimes when you do it it's funny because i can tell you're thinking right you're like ah like hmm let me let me try and frame that before i say anything it's so weird so uh you know i think it's i think it's all right man sometimes but yeah, yeah. try and refrain if we can <laughs>